Hi, Amanda. Hi, Sid. Welcome to Book Club. Thanks. Chapter three. Yeah. Find your artistic voice. Chapter three, The Path. Great image to start chapter the three. image is so good. Obsessed. What I love is that most of it is oops, no, nope, nope. Like it's all like doubtful failure words I know, on the right? path. I love that little detail. Because that's usually what happens. That's, that is, it's, it's just accurate. Yeah. I love this one in the pond. Not real. Not real. That's <laughs> true. Um, okay. So she has, okay. The first paragraph we start out with is called trust the cycle. Mm. And she talks about the phases, which are one, the spark two, the ongoing desire to create three risk taking and experimentation four questioning. Did I say there were four phases? No, I said you said five. Yeah, I okay. said five. There are five. The spark, ongo- the- hi guys, I'm going to read them again now because I've totally messed them up. Because there are five. The spark, one, the spark, two, the ongoing question, oh my God, the on. Uh- That's a long one. It's so long. Yeah. <laughs> and okay. it doesn't flow as like a phase because it's like just a long, like it takes you a phase around the sun to like say it. One, the spark. Two, the ongoing desire to create. Three, risk-taking and experimentation. Four, questioning. And five, creative flow. All right. We got it. Nice. And she talks about how it is this, you know, cycle. And growth is not linear. And we are, we know all about this. And And once you're done, you start again. That's what I love about a cycle. Like, you're never done. (laughs) Right. And, and so much of this resonated and she talks about the spark and I know like my spark for scrapbooking is that stupid English project. And it wasn't a stupid project. (laughs) It was just, it was just that English project. And I love that she talks about how sometimes people have a spark, but then they just don't like do anything about it for like years. Mm -hmm. And like, that's, I don't want to say it's cool, but like, I'm glad people then eventually do something about it. Right. Well, that's what she says about the next phase is that the desire to create is what separates the spark, which technically is kind of inspiration or the, or, you know, to actually putting on down what you're inspired to do. Yeah. Right. And I think for some people, the the cycle might not necessarily start one two three four five one two three four five. You might bounce back and forth between one and two mm. because you like- might have a spark and you might have desire to create something, and like that desire might never actually be fulfilled. Right for a while. Right. Yeah. And then you might never actually get to risk taking and experimentation. Right. Uh, Kinda, when they interviewed her, said something about how, like, to the effect of all of a sudden it clicked. Like, right. she was doing something and then it was like, oh, yeah, this. Like, that reminds me when I was, like, a little girl. Like, a little girl drawing stick figures. I would always forget to leave that the middle line out for the body. It would just be a round circle with arms and legs sticking out of the circle. And I remember as a little girl being confused why it didn't look like a stick figure. And then one day in develop- developmentally, I just went, oh, I need to add the body, like as a three-year-old. Like, so 
that's what I think is that you're right. Like it doesn't always become art, but we still have to, does, we still have to make what something. we desire to make. Right. Right. You have to do something. Cause right. Like the spark is like, so like there's like kinetic energy and potential energy and you have that guy, you know, the kid on the swing mm. and like the kid on the swing, as soon as the kid starts moving, it's, kinetic energy and like it's potential energy until he's up there and so like you have the spark and it when it's a spark it's just a spark and when you start doing something then it is you know this ongoing desire to create and until you start risk taking and experimentation that's when you start doing something else it's not you know not necessarily something totally different but you know, you have your creative process and you're doing your creative process and you're doing your thing. And then you're like, okay, now I'm going to add this to it mm-hmm. or I'm going to try it this way. Or I've been painting with watercolors the whole time and now I'm going to try gouache. Or, you know, I have been drawing the whole time with pen and pencil and now I'm going to try to do it on my iPad and see what happens. Yeah. Isn't that what Lisa kind of relayed that she felt like she was stuck in this rut of like uh, the simple lines, like movement that was happening. And then she bought a, a Wacom or something. She bought like a tablet to do it on. Yeah. 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 Something like that. Yeah. And I think that she talks about this thing that you talk about a lot. Where is it? I, da, 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 da. Yes, the bottom of page 55. We get overwhelmed and feel almost immediately defeated. That's why many people, even when they first have the urge to begin an experiment, quickly abandon projects because their taste level far outweighs their skill level. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's hard. You start something, especially like, you know, uh, you know, pottery. And it's like, well, why can't I make beautiful cups and plates? Where are my beautiful cups and plates? Even though it's like, well, you just started pushing the clay around, man. What are you going to do? Those people yeah. have been making, you know, pushing clay around for 10,000 hours. Yeah. Like I, I relate this a lot to learning to dance because for me, I have such a big grace period learning to dance, but I think it's because after the practice, like dancing is so much fun, but so should scrapbooking be, and so should art be, like it should be so much fun. But the fact that after I fall on my face or don't get the step right from dancing, there's no tangible thing I can point to to relive that moment. I think with art, because there is, it makes it harder for people to accept. Because you, you can see your failure. Yeah, because you can see the thing you don't like. Like if I mess up a step, it won't replay unless someone videoed it, you know? That's such an interesting point. That's mm. really good. Because with dance, I am so happy to mess up and I'm so happy to experiment. And I'm so like, but it's because there isn't a constant reminder of where I'm not at. Sure. Cause you're just like, I mean, you're just in the moment. Yeah. And you just have to do it again. Yeah. But if we can channel that energy, even though there's something there that reminds us we're not at the skill level we want, then that, that, that's a power, like to say, oh, look at that thing. Not where I want to be. All right. Like either throw it out or like, I don't know. Yeah, no, that's such a good point. Well, like, again, this is why I really love daily pages because 
I mean, sure, I can flip back through my books and that's great, but that's not the purpose of them. Like scrapbooks, the purpose of scrapbooks is to flip back through your scrapbook. Right. Right. So when you make a scrapbook page that you don't love or when, you know, when you then like that is, it's less awesome than if you were to just make a page, you know, in your sketchbook that didn't turn out that great. Right. Because Because, the purpose of a sketchbook is make, move on. Right. You know, you're a practice, like that's your practice place. You know, if you go to the batting cages and you miss every other ball that, you know, that's fine. Well, I was going to say, if you miss every other ball in baseball, that's still batting 500, which is insane. But like, (laughs) you you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But that like, you know, nobody's there watching you at the batting cages. There's not a statistician taking down, you know, your batting average at the batting cages. Yeah. And so, right, that, that having that thing right in front of you of like you, this is how you messed up. This is where you're not good. Like that, right, mm-hmm. is totally in your it face. Mess with your mind. But then what I love that she incorporated into this phase, the risk-taking and experimentation, is the interview with Andy, Jay Miller, Jay Pizza, whatever you want to call him, when he gives the ID to the art party oh, metaphor. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what he says. He says, think of your artistic voice as the swag bag or the reward you get for going to the party. You don't need a voice in order to get into the art party. So you can be an artist and you can be invited because your idea is the experimentation. Yes, and I think that that is one of these things that we get caught up uh, in when it comes to popularity and Mm -hmm. when it comes to... This is exactly what you posted today on Instagram. Yeah. Because you don't need to be tagged to post some picture about yourself on Mm -hmm. the internet. You don't need to be part of some club in order to be an artist. You just are. And because you make art or because you are kind. (laughs) Yeah, right. Right, like there's no reason why someone else has to tell you that you are, you know, you're not getting an artist's license. Mm-hmm. You're not getting a, you know, it's different than getting a doctor's license to perform medicine on other people. You're not getting an artist's license to perform art on other people. You are just an artist because right. you are making art. And so like for, for, what you said on Instagram today about how you don't need somebody else to tag you to post pictures of yourself and you don't need to be part of some club that's happening behind the scenes. It's the exact same thing. You don't need to have this, you know, prerequisite to get into some party where, you know, your voice is the thing that you get because you're already at the party. Because you're having fun at the party. Right. The voice is the swag bag for having fun at the party. Which you're already invited to because you're mm-hmm. already making art. Yeah. You're already at the party. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. You don't totally. need to wait for a special invitation because you're already there. Right. And people get to stay on this party metaphor. People get caught up on wanting to be the homecoming queen and like crowned and like, you know, like you're saying though, like you could still have fun at the party. Right. 
and get a swag bag. You're going to have the best time at the party if you're just doing your thing, hanging out with your best friends, you know, singing Billy Joel. Feeling the music. (laughs) And if you're the kind of person that like, you know, is friends with everybody, then it doesn't matter what other people, you know, what other people vote for, what other people, because their categorizations don't matter. Mm. Because your voice is going to be your voice and it's going to be unique. And sometimes that's what other people are looking for. Sometimes it's not. And Mm. to, to be categorized in that way and have like your voice be your unique thing, it it can't be categorized. Like, you know, sometimes it's what they're looking for. Sometimes it's not. Yeah. And, and being in this phase of taking risks and experimentation, like it's so opposite of cancel culture. And like, we're so, so like people think no matter what they make, people are going to be like, ah, canceled. You're out of the party. Like, no, like people are going to say, oh, she's in the risk phase now. Look at that risk. Like, you know what I mean? Look at that experiment. Like, Yes, absolutely. And I and I think that we too easily fall into this questioning phase. Yeah. Which I I interpreted as she was saying it as the as what we call the dormancy period really. She was like I could make art da, 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 I had to step away. Mhm. And then like some sometimes they're going to be worse than others. Okay. Sometimes it's going to be like actually like insanely existential of like OMG my entire life is falling apart. And sometimes it's going to be, I need to just take a break from creating art and do something else for a week. Yeah. Like, I feel like a big, my questioning phase looked a lot like, do I want to pursue graphic design slash art as a career? Like that was a big one. (laughs) But because I pulled back and made a choice after that questioning, now, like you always tell me, like art's making its way in through teaching and through my plan, like in ways that make me so much happy, that have made me so much happier. Right, which falls back into creative flow. Yeah. And so like when you are in your zone, when your concentration is focused, your lack of what does she call it your self-consciousness disappears Mm. and you're just right you're creating art for the sake of art and sometimes you might not even think it's art i think that's kind of when we kind of get into our flow is sometimes you know it's art but sometimes you're just creating for the sake of creating and it's just oh okay there it is yeah and that will even overflow into other aspects of life. It'll yeah. overflow into cooking. It'll be like, oh, okay, you know what? Let's put a flower bouquet together today. Yeah. And just like, <laughs> oh, where did that come from? I, you know what? Yeah. Let's, let's make the bathroom towels look a little prettier. <laughs> you know, let's put this other... And, and when you're in that flow, things will just be more, you know, creative decisions will just happen easier. And this is when she says, this is when you will find your voice. Yeah. What was the movie that he said, you Miyagi'd me? Do you know which one I'm like, he makes the references and that all of a sudden they were able to do something and they go, oh, you Miyagi'd me. Like he was going, I don't remember what movie. Oh, I do. Crazy Stupid Love. (laughs) 
when Steve Carell tells Ryan Gosling that he Mr. Miyagi did, and all of a sudden he could hit on girls or something. But that's what I think of. It's like when you just go through the drudges of something, you don't even realize it's having an impact. And then all of a sudden, like you're in this flow. Right. All of a sudden, it's just like, oh, okay. And now and it's risk over. paid off. Yeah. That experimentation means this now. And yeah. And I think that's, this is how I feel with my headaches. And it's really weird because like, so, so my headaches will just hurt and hurt and hurt and hurt and hurt and hurt and hurt. And then it'll just be over. And it'll be like, oh, cool. Now I can do all of these things again. And it's like, I'm a totally new person. Right. And it just is like, there is, you just have to trust. And again, go back to the beginning of the channel, the chapter, the beginning of the channel, <laughs> go back to the beginning of the chapter. And you, you, you have to trust the cycle. You have to trust the process. You have to trust that you will get through the, the crap part because you're working through it. Right. And like, that's how I have to feel about my headaches. Right. I know that the pain will be over at some point. You know, I've had enough headaches that I know that it will, it will end. Yeah. And I know, like, I know that there are certain things that I can do while I have a headache that will make me feel better about the fact that I can't really do anything while having headaches. So I will like lightly organize things Mm. I will put things in drawers and then magically I will start doing more complicated things and then I will realize oh my head doesn't hurt anymore look at the things that I'm doing right because you're trusting that you'll get through it Mm -hmm. and the opposite of trust is resistance so if at any point you resist oh I can't take this like any point you resist the where you're at with it you're not going to get through it. It's just going to be a constant struggle that doesn't need to be there. Right. And the same with any of these phases, like you just resist, have to trust. Yeah. To resist experimenting or resist risk taking because you're not there yet. Or you don't know if you will be like, well, you're never there. And we've talked about it. Yeah. You'll never, there is never there. There doesn't yeah. exist because you're going around in a circle. So touche. This is such a good chapter. Great chapter. I really like this one. Okay, so what's next? Chapter four, navigating influence. Okay, so that's page 63 through 72. That's going to be a good one. It's a short chapter, but we got some... mm, That's going to have some fun stuff in there. Influence, that weird word for me. (laughs) I know. Oh my God. Okay, so uh, time out for a really short topic about influence. We'll talk about it more. Um... So one of my new favorite shows is The Not So Late Show with Elmo. It's like <laughs> Elmo has a talk show. <laughs> it's, it's so ridiculous, but it's like really good. time. No, but like real people come on. He's had like the best guests. John Oliver comes on like all the time. Oh, um, so it's, it's like really good. He had little Nas X on and <laughs> they all do like, they all sing the, the Sesame Street songs. And <laughs> yeah, no, he had Casey Musgraves and she did like Rubber Ducky. It's, I love her. It's so good. Um, but now, Where would I watch it? HBO Max. Okay. Um, it's, it's like, it's, it's so much better than it has any right to be. <laughs> awesome. Uh, um, and so, but also now Disney Channel, uh, Disney Plus is making their Kermit and Miss Piggy has a show. 
they're like the same style, yeah. but they made Miss Piggy an influencer. <laughs> so, I think this comes out next week, so I'm gonna watch that one because she's gonna be like a like a social media starlet. Uh, she so would I, be I, right. Well, exactly. <laughs> right, that's her 2020 job. She yeah. would be. So I'm really excited to watch that um, and see see how that turns uh, tunes in with <laughs> next week's chapter on navigating influence. Nice. I'm looking forward to your Miss Piggy report. Uh, yes. Well. <laughs> I, I cannot wait. So we will be back next week, guys, with uh, Navigating Influence, Chapter 4. That, uh, I, said, I think I said the page numbers, but it's 63 through 72. All right, guys. Have a really great week, and we will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.